world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. We may never pass this way again. Sorry, I can't sing here this morning. We may never pass this way. Remember, was that America? Is that America that sang that? Seals and Crofts, wasn't it? We may never pass this way again. I just said this before we went live, that uh, we do not understand. An old football coach, right? An old. Stay with me now. Stay with me. There's an old football coach. Now, those of you come and watch the football game, whoever your favorite team might be, an old, a good football coach, has a sixth sense, if there is something about a, uh, there is such a thing as a sixth sense. You have, a, you have an unction. You, you know at some point in the game, you realize this is the game changer. Right now, this play, this is the game changer. Anybody out there know what I'm talking about? And you look back on it, at the game, and you said, right there is where the whole momentum shifted. Right there, right there, right right there. And I said before we went on the, on the air, this is, if we had any idea what 911 was all about, we wouldn't be in the mess that we're in today. But 911 happened and they brought in the Patriot Act and we were all waving flags about America. We were hating the Muslims and doing all that kind of stuff. And we were all distracted by all this stuff as they snuck in the Patriot Act and all this government stuff that was going on. I'm telling you, we are there right now. Right now, we're there again, right now. And they will look back over the shoulder at history a hundred years from now. And they're going to say right there's where America changed right there. 2023 is where America changed. I I believe that in the depth. Now you, some of you thinking we're going to be raptured out of here. And if we are, I'm on the first busload, but my Bible tells me to occupy till he comes. And this right now, this is this fourth and goal, baby. Right, this time that we are in right now, in my lifetime, this is fourth and goal for America. It's fourth and goal for America on your turn, on your on and you. But you see, you don't have an urgency. You don't have the. We don't have the urgency. We sit around. We think, well, we'll get Donald Trump back in. What if they blow his head off? Anybody think that would be a huh? They poison me. Anybody think that? What happens then if Donald Trump's not around? Donald Trump not around to save us. All politics is local. All your whole life is your local influence on other people. I'm going to say that again because some of you don't get it. Your whole goal in life is to be an influencer on those within your realm. Local influence. Local influence has national impact. Local influence has national impact. Huh? We don't get it. We don't, I, get so, I get so frustrated. Again, the old football coach in me, right? I, I can see we ought to be winning. Lord, calm me down here. Hey, look, I want to I want to do something right now for the welcome again to all the people watching on the Patriot uh, Party Network. God bless you all. Our numbers are really, really exploding there. And I want I'm gonna I want to do two things here, uh, Spencer. If you can help us walk through this real quickly, because I got emails from people say, Coach, I love your show. How do we get in the huddle? Now I don't want to take anything away from the Patriot Party Network because it's playing on Rumble. You go to Rumble right now. It's it's playing there, and we had. Almost 15,000 viewers. Uh, and uh, some of them say, Boy, I'd love to get in there. Well, folks, you have to go to coachdavelive.com. Coach Dave Live. Uh, we'll get it up on the screen right now. And then you'll see a line that says, Join the queue. And all you do is you click on that and you're in here. And you can comment, you can raise your hand, you can be part of the dialogue that takes place here. If you just want to listen, that, that's cool, then stay where you are. But if you want, to join the conversation. Walk them through that again, Spence. Show them how they do that. They simply go to Coach Dave Live and it says, join the queue. That's all it is. Boom, you hit it and you're in. 
Now you have to have what? Is it is it Google Meet they have to have? Is that what it is, Spencer? We're dealing with here. Yes, if you're, if they're on a mobile device, they need a, the Meet app. But otherwise, on a browser, it just goes right to. If it. you're on a browser, you don't need Google Meet. You don't. If you're on a phone, you have to download Google Meet. But if you watch it just on a browser, just boom, you can come right in there, and then you can raise your hand, and you can ask questions, and you can cuss at me, and you can throw spit at me, you can do all that stuff. But you got to be in the queue in order to be able to do that. Now, look, I'm going to ask you something else. Okay. We don't do any advertising here. We run this show based on donations. That's how, that's how we run it. You don't see commercials, you don't, none, none of that. We're not on YouTube where we get, uh, uh, what do they call that? You get money for the number. They threw me off YouTube. We're not even on YouTube, all right? We're not even there. And uh, so we, we rely on folks just like you to fund what it is we do here, all right? So you go to Coach Dave Live. And click on, go, go to the homepage and just click on uh, donate. Folks, if you, if, you, if, if you out there, if you guys would give $10 a month, just $10 a month, go out right at the top, it says donate, click on that. Just give $10 a month. So that's, a, no, no commercials, no advertising, nothing like that going on, all right? Just help us. If you think what we're doing here is valuable, help us expand. Help us. Look. This sounds, this is the truth. There's nobody doing what we're doing. Organizing people across, there's nobody doing it, folks. And I, you know, I, I don't want you to have to order stuff. I, I mean, see, we, we have to order, sell stuff to fund what we do here. But if everybody out there said, you know what, I'm going to give $10 a month to that show. I get up every morning and I watch it. I'm going to give him $10 a month. I'm going to give him $20 a month. That'd be a dollar for every show. It would really, really relieve the pressure on us. All right, cool. Tonight, Church in the Garage. For those of you in Ohio, Jeff's got usamadak.com. It starts at what time, Jeff? What time does it start? Starts at 6 o'clock. Coach, I got to say this. He's got, Usama's got a meeting this morning at 9 o'clock. Pray for him. He's meeting with Bill Cedar, the superintendent of Mount Vernon Schools. I went, had a half-hour meeting with him. He agreed to have Usama in. He wants to hear it. Then I went to the mayor's office of Mount Vernon, stood in his office, flyered him, told him what's going down. Then I went to the county commissioners and told them what's going down. Islam is invading our government. And so it was great. We had a great day yesterday. So hopefully we get some people turned out. So what time of night, six? Six o'clock? Yep, six o'clock. Searching the garage. Hey, you guys out there in Minnesota, you can't make it. It's all right. We do some local stuff here. And then tomorrow, now look, tomorrow is Sherry Tenpenny. We're turning out for Sherry Tenpenny tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Mel, can, can we throw up there Mel's action sheet? We can go down. Stay with me. I got a great show, please. I got to get this out there, right? So, friends, look. If you have not, I'll, you, you folks out there who are watching on the Patriot Party Network, please do us a favor. Please. Send an email. Spencer, could you throw that email up on the screen and put it in the chat? Just uh, click on um, click on the event, Spencer. Just click on the event. Click on the event. Scroll down. And hmm. it's it right is. there, number one. Contactmed.ohio. Look, I don't care if you live in Alaska. Text. They're trying to take Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's license again. Just text. Send. I hope you all have done that. I hope everybody in this queue has done it. In fact, I'd do it again. Because can I tell you why? They just count numbers of emails. That's all they do. Bombard them again. We stand with Sherry Tenpenny. Sherry Tenpenny saved lives. Whatever. Make it short and sweet. Don't write them a whole book because they ain't going to read it. They're just, they're, they're just bean counters, okay? So there it is. Everybody, contact at med.ohio.gov. And then tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, she is on uh, she has a hearing tomorrow. We're going to be there. We're going to be there 9 o'clock. Where? Outside the uh, the address is right there. Outside the Rhodes Office Tower, located at 33 East Broad Street. Get there early. Probably have to park in the parking garage. Make your own sign. Bring your own. Say it again. Bring your own sign. Bring your own sign. And and uh, we'll, have, we'll have a great time there. All right? Cool. Mel, you anything? Excuse me. Anything to add on that, Mel? I think you covered it all. So this is an an event. Um, you know, we're we're lifting up. You know, 
Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, they're trying to take her license. Coach Dave's going to be there. Ohio Brett's going to be there. It's always a lot of fun when those two knuckleheads get together. So make sure to, to be out there. Um, it'll be a great time. Arrive at 9. I believe the press conference is going to start at 10. The address is on the event page at thelibertyactionnetwork.com. All right. Awesome, Mel. Great job of doing that. Like I got, I'm, I'm, I got, I'm doing some housekeeping, okay? Fairfield County Conservatives, tomorrow night, 630 in Lancaster, Ohio. They're actually letting me speak. Isn't that awesome? 6.30 at the Pizza Cottage in Lancaster, Ohio. 6.30, Franklin County Conservatives, Fairfield County Conservatives. These are good guys. And it's open to the public, so everybody's allowed to come, all right? Yes, Dr. Tenpenny, save lives. we got to stand with her. We're in Michigan this weekend. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. i got church in the garage, Tenpenny, Fairfield County Conservatives, Pizza Cottage. How Michigan this weekend? Got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. And I, I got to tell you again, we are so winning. I got to take this one on first, okay? Go ahead, Jeff. Hurry up. I don't mean hurry up, but go. Also, also, we have, starting tomorrow night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning, we're doing a tent meeting in Bladensburg. The big tent seats about 200 people. It's going to be an event. All right, cool. Hey, here's what we got to understand. We're, we're a... This sounds this sound really arrogant. We're, we're international, right? So, Jeff, they love your event, but some of them are in Alaska, and some of them are in Europe. So, Jeff, speaking to those of you who are close here in Ohio, right? We don't expect anybody from Louisiana to drive up to the church in the garage. Tonight, okay? yep, Central Ohio. Yeah. See, folks, we started out small, and we're expanding. The Lord is opening doors, all right? He's opening doors. We're, we're having an impact. Pull up. This, this drives me crazy. Pull up for me. Judge not. Pull it up there, Spence. Because I hear it over and over and over and over and over and over. In all of Christianity, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? We are not to judge. We're not to judge now, brothers and sisters. Who are you? It's one of the dumbest. And it's based, again, on a scripture taken out of context. And by the way, when we go do street ministry, it's always the other side that's telling us not to judge as they judge us. It's always that way. It's always that way. Time out. Let me remind you. I did a powerful show yesterday with uh, Jason Storms and uh, Marcus Schroeder, the young man who was arrested. Rumble, or I'm sorry, Brideon, for whatever reason, hasn't posted it yet. It was is awesome. It's powerful. We're going to try to get them on here. Okay. But this is what they face over and over. Folks, we're at war. It's a war against Christianity. And the sooner we call it out for what it is, it's not a political war. It's a spiritual war. And the sooner we call it out, the greater we have a chance to win. So Matthew 7, verse 1, I'm going to clarify this for you. Judge not that you be not judged. Hey, Spencer, go to Mr. Webster and get judge Ready for me? Stay stay on that scripture, okay? Judge not that you be not judged. This seems like there's a yin and a yang here, right? For with what judgment ye judge, you're going to be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why do you behold the mote that's in your brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in your own eye? Now, dudes, we don't even know what it means to judge. Anybody ever been to a court of law? Anybody ever been in a court of law? Pull up judge. Pull up judge. A civil officer who's invested with the authority to hear and determine causes, civil or criminal. He's the judge. By the way, that's why we have our T-shirts. Jesus is the judge. When you show up, when hang on, number two, look at that, number two, the supreme being. Hey, I got to stop me. Is this show amazing or what, huh? Do you guys get this kind of stuff anywhere, huh? Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. The three, one who presides in a court of judicature. One who has the skill to decide on the merits of a question. Three, in the history, a chief magistrate. Six, a juryman or a juror. Hang on a minute. Hey, friends, are you looking at me? When I say homosexual, homosexuality, 
is wrong. I am not judging. I am witnessing. Go back, go back, look that one up. Witness, to witness, to witness. What is that? Testimony at at a station of a fact or an event. I say homosexuality is sin. That's a witness, not a judgment, friends. Are you are you with me? It's test witness is one which furnishes evidence or proof. A person who knows or sees anything, only one personally present as he was witness. He was an eyewitness, one who gives testimony as the witness in a court agreed in all essential fact. Time out a minute. When you give testimony in the courtroom, what happens next? Why? The judge makes a decision, doesn't he? And the judge proclaims the punishment. The judge does. The judge makes judgment on the evidence. Friends, you are a witness. You are not a judge. Amen. We are called to bear witness to the truth. Don't let them do this to us. Don't let your Christian brothers and sisters silence you saying, who are you to judge, brother? We're not supposed to judge. By the way, you know, it always really gets me great. Huh? All those people tell me, Christians, who tell me we're not supposed to judge, judge me. <laughs> Coach, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. Folks, is that judgment or not? Would somebody help me out here? Is that judgment? When somebody tells me I'm wrong, I'm doing it the wrong way, would that be judgment? How many of you had two beautiful great daughters like I had? My wife and I, we had two beautiful daughters. Huh? How many of you judged when the guy showed up at the, at, the, at the door? And how many of you looked for witnesses? Did you ever call somebody and say, hey, Abby's going out with this guy. Do you know anything about him? Did anybody ever look for witnesses? Huh? Isn't that what you do? Don't you gather evidence through witnesses? We are witnesses, friends. We are not judging. We're not judging. Jesus is the judge. He's already passed judgment. This is right. This is wrong. We bear witness to the truth. Now, everybody all at once should say, boom. 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 So the next time you hear somebody say to you, Tracy, we're not the judge. Smack them in the mouth. Well, I know, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Explain to them that you're a witness. That you're a witness. Hmm? We're a witness. We're a witness. We'll say it again. We're a witness. I got that T-shirt. Michelle, where are you? Hey, somebody say something for me. I'm going to go show. Because some of you have never seen this shirt. Wait a minute, Spencer. Go to Ibiza. Go to the website, Spencer. And pull up the Jesus is the judge shirt. Folks, look, I'm not trying to hawk T-shirts, okay? I'm not. I'm trying to waken Christians to the fact you've been lied to in your churches. You've been lied to! We're to bear witness to the truth. Michelle said, why are you so angry? I'm not angry. I'm passionate. If you can't understand the difference between anger and passion. So here's the shirt that we wear, and it says what? On the front of it, put the front, truth sounds like hate. And the rest of that phrase is to those who hate the truth. Truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. And then on the back of the shirt, we say what? Because they tell us all the time, brother, we're not supposed to judge. I just love them, brother. Don't judge. Who are you to judge, brother? Well, Jesus is the judge. And he's already judged. He's already looked at the evidence. And he said abortion's murder. Homosexuality is sin. Islam is a lie. Evolution is a delusion. It's fake. Feminism is rebellion. Liberalism is a false religion. And conservatism is pretend salt. Looks like salt. Touches like salt. But it ain't salt. It's not. It's it's fake. Conservatism is. Right? So what do we say here? Therefore, look, the jury isn't out anymore, friends. We're bearing witness to the truth. Abortion's murder. You can call it whatever you want to. You can get some judge to say it's okay. But as we bear witness to the truth, okay? Look, I, this this is really, really a sore spot with me, friends. Really a sore spot. If you guys, can I tell you something? When I set my eyes on my wife 44 years ago, 
I judged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. My eyes bear witnesses. I want that sweet little thing right there. I want that one, right? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you guys aren't judging, if you're not making a judgment on who's coming and knocking on your door trying to take your daughter out for a date or your granddaughter out for a date, if you aren't smart enough to understand to judge whether or not your child ought to be involved with this group or that group, if you're not smart enough to determine whether or not cutting off a penis off of a little boy, if you can't, if you can't do that, I'm, something's seriously wrong with you. Amen. So what, what is it all, all together now? We are witnesses, not judges. Jesus is already judged. Okay, cool. Oh man, I got so I got so much to share. Okay, next thing, I got, pull up Marcus. Three minutes, three minutes. This is what this is the young man I had on who was arrested, right, for merely reading the Bible on the street. Now, he's been all over the place. We had him on yesterday. He's been everywhere because this is this big news, right? And friends, I want you to watch this here. This young man, he's 19 years old. He goes to Pastor Matt Tuella's church, Mercy Seat. And Pastor Matt Tuella, who authored the book, uh, The Lesser Magistrate, trains the children in their church to contend for the faith. Okay? Now, I want you to listen to this three minutes coming out of this young man's mouth. And I got to tell you something. He's a better witness than most pastors. Right? And if we trained up men, young men like this, what kind of young men are we handing America over to? Three minutes in front of a board. God help us. Play it. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask a simple question. I know, you know, a Nazi group showed up at the event Saturday and people were talking about that. And I just wanted for all of us to really think about this. What's wrong with Nazism? Like, seriously, what's wrong with Nazism? Because imagine for a moment that there is no God above us, no hell below us, no heaven to live for, as John Lennon wanted to imagine. If we are truly the result of evolved stardust and our ancestors were fish and were the descendants of monkeys, then where do we find our value as human beings? What's wrong with Nazism unless if you understands that the God of Scripture says that we are made in His image. And so to murder innocent people is a violation to God's commands. As a Christian, I can say that Nazis, what the Nazis did in Nazi Germany was completely horrific and that they should have been resisted. In fact, the the number one people group that resisted the Nazis were Christians. And And the reason why, the reason why was because they had a worldview that says that people are made in God's image and that they have worth and value. That's why Nazism is wrong. But if we're going to reject the Christian worldview, then we can't hold on to the fruit that comes from the Christian worldview while denying the actual foundation. Intolerance is an interesting word. Tolerance, intolerance, hatred, love, bigotry, things like that. Because really every culture has something that it's intolerant towards and something that it's tolerant of. I mean, there are things like murder and rape and and, you know, stealing and, and just crimes that we are intolerant towards as a society. And, and so every society has something that's intolerant towards. The question is just, what is our object of intolerance and what is our object of tolerance? When I showed up Saturday, all I did was read from Scripture on the sidewalk. I read from the Bible, Galatians. And by the way, I wasn't reading Romans 1. I wasn't reading any passage that spoke against homosexuality or anything like that. I was reading a passage from the Bible about love. And I was arrested, no reason, not given any warning, not told anything about my amplification needed to be turning down. I was arrested and taken into custody simply for reading the Bible on the sidewalk. You see, as we become more and more tolerant of sexual immorality in our culture, we've become more and more intolerant towards Christian morality. And the more we become intolerant towards Christian morality, the more we're going to see lawlessness in our streets. The more we become intolerant of Christian morality, the more we're going to see Nazis. The more we're going to see people who don't hold to a Christian worldview, who think that everybody is a result of animals, and therefore if we are animals, then why can't we just act like animals? We were called a hate group. We were told that we don't want to understand the other side, and I just want to set the record straight. I am more than happy to have that conversation with the other side. 
I did speech and debate throughout high school, and one of the things that we were taught in debate is that you can't make an argument for your side until you're able to make the argument for the other side. I've sat down and had hours of discussions with LGBTQ activists. I completely understand the other side. I want to understand the other side. But drag queens twerking on kids in lingerie is unacceptable. And that's something that we have to notice as a culture. We can have our disagreements, but there comes a time when we have to understand that we are all going to stand before God one day. And we're going to have to give an account for what we have done with the children in our society, the innocent minds and the children who deserve to be protected. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. See, no standard, no morality. And that's what they want to do to us all the time. Who are you to judge? And then they want to make us stand by our Christian standards when they won't stand by our Christian standards. It's a double, you get what's going on? And can you believe that somewhere in America, there's a 19-year-old young man that can articulate what you just heard? How many, how many 19-year-olds do you think can do that? It's clearly, in fact, I bet some of you learned something from listening to him, didn't you? It's amazing. It's amazing. Hey, we are so winning. I got so many things I want to talk about today. Pull up real quick, just because I want to give him a pat on the back. Ray LeBlanc, put this in the chat. Ray wrote a fabulous commentary at the Wisconsin Christian News. Real estate, only two properties to choose from. Ray, I'm not going to take time to read it, but God bless you. Put it in the chat so others can read it. Stop right there a minute. Talks about real estate. Real is actually existing. Real estate, an extensive land of area that you own. Real estate. And he talks about our, it's, it's just fabulous job, Ray. Thanks, thanks for doing that, and uh, God bless you. Now, man, I got, God, just loaded today with stuff I want to I wanna show you. Go, if you could, real quickly. To uh, go to my Facebook page, go to my Facebook page. Because I got two things I want. I want to play right off on my Facebook page. I think we can. Oh, there's those kids. Oh, that's me. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I think, or did I send them to you? Maybe I sent them to you, Spence. Maybe did I? Yeah. Well, I don't want to play that one yet. What's the other one I sent to you? And that's the only one. That, no, I didn't. I sent you the Caviezel club, club, didn't I? Huh? This is Jim Caviezel. I don't know who captured this because you weren't allowed to film it, but I want you to hear. This is Jim Caviezel. What day was it? The other day, down in Cincinnati, Sunday, Cincinnati. This is two minute, three minutes and four seconds of his speech to that crowd. Can I, can I say this as a former Catholic? Can I say it? I kept telling my wife and people that were with me as I looked across the crowd. I wonder how many of those Catholics voted for Joe Biden. Because we know this, don't we? Catholics are Democrats. We know know that. Did you know that 25% of Americans are Catholic? 25%. How many of us have some type of Catholic background, right? And so here they are, half of the Catholic Church out trying to defend life, and the other half voting for Democrats. It's... It's baffling to me. Anyway, three minutes of Jim Caviezel. Go ahead. Those of us that have the most to lose did the least to prevent it's happening. Well, I think it's high time now we ask ourselves if we still even know the freedoms that were intended for us by our founding fathers. Every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom exists not to do what you like, but having the right to do what you ought. Yes. Stop a minute. Stop that. Freedom exists for not doing what you want. Freedom exists for having the right to do what you ought. Go ahead. for you. Freedom from sin. Freedom from our weaknesses. Freedom from the slavery that sin makes out of all of us. That is the freedom that is worth dying for. It reminds me of the words that Mel Gibson first intoned in his Academy Award winning film Braveheart. 
when he said to his ragtag army, and I say to you today, I see before me a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as freemen, and freemen you are. What will you do without freedom? Would you fight? This man says, no, we'll run and we'll live. Yeah, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live for at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you have been willing to trade all the years from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that you can take our lives, but you can never take our freedom. Every man dies. Not every man truly lives. You, 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 we must fight for that authentic freedom and live, my friends. By God, we must live. And with the Blessed Virgin Mary as your shield and Christ as your sword, may you join St. Michael and all the angels all the angels in defending God's children and sending Lucifer and his henchmen straight right back to hell where they belong. And in the words of Ronald Reagan, remember, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. May God love you, keep you, and guide you all the days of your life. And on August 8th, I know you will vote yes. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Two more clips today. Two more clips, and then I'm going I'm to open it up, all right? Number one, pull up Dr. Burks. Dr. Burks, you remember her, the scarf lady? You remember the scarf lady? Huh? All out there telling us to get jabbed. Huh? Oh, yeah. She's now, she got a new job, of course, huh? But scroll down. Hey, folks, she admits they lied to us. Hey, hey. Anybody think she ought to hang? Anybody out there think she ought to hang? I do. I do. I think she ought to have a fair trial where we can present evidence and then a judge can judge. That's what I think. Huh? This is very, very, very short. Here she is admitting they lied. Play it. Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines. Freeze it. Freeze it. People- freeze it. Freeze it. She knew the vaccines were not going to protect against infection. Scroll back. I want you to hear that again. I want you to hear it again. Lie, 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 go. Will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But let's be very clear. 50% 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. So that's why I'm saying even if you're vaccinated and boosted, if you're unvaccinated right now, the key is testing and Paxlovid. It's effective. It. It's a great antiviral. Oh, yeah. And Wish another really drug on us. One more thing. One more thing. Get her off there. Get her off of there. Pull up Pfizer lied. Pfizer lied. Oh, they did? Oh, scroll down, Spence. Scroll down. Pfizer lied. Are you ready for this? Very, very quickly. Very quickly. Okay, look. Here's the Pfizer guys. Are you ready? Huh? Listen. Listen to what Pfizer told you. Go ahead. Read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Uh, Senator, so... Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. Okay, you didn't get that. Here's what he said. They had fake vaccines. They had some fake vaccines. Not everybody got the Pfizer. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Yeah, Plaxloid is the new. Is that the new name for remdesivir? Some more, another drug they can throw on us. I, I, I just gotta say this. 
If I wasn't hosting this show, I'd be watching it. And those of you out there who are new to this platform, please tell your friends, because you are going to get truth here like you are not going to get anywhere else. And whether you want to believe it or not, I'm going to continue to hammer on the fact that the problem is not the Luciferians. They're serving their God. The problem's are us. We cower in fear, keep our mouths shut. Let the Luciferians tell us we're not supposed to judge as they judge us for witnessing. Right? Come on, you get it? Some of you don't like watching this because I yell so much. Hmm? We'll turn down the volume. Some of you turn it up. Preach it, coach. Amen, amen, amen. Nobody's doing this, nobody. Do I want to show that? Yeah, one more thing that I'm going to open. Oh, that's, I, I, got, I got a lot. I got, let's open it up. Let's, go ahead, Myra. Come on in. Yes, coach. Praise the Lord. Boom. Boom. Yes. Uh, in regard to judging Deuteronomy 19. You're a fool if you don't judge. You're a fool if you don't judge. Go ahead. Yes, coach. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition and behold if the witness be a false witness and have testified falsely against his brother then shall ye do unto him as he had truth to have done unto his brother so shall that thou put the evil away from among you hallelujah so when i showed up at uh, uh where was i where did I eat that salad, honey? When I showed up the other day at the big salad bar, I walked down through there before I got my plate out, and I judged what I was going to eat. I said, uh, yeah, I'll have some salad. Uh, no, I don't want any of that. No, I don't. In fact, that doesn't even look it. You judge all the time. What is wrong with you folks? A person doesn't judge. See the lies they've told us? By the way, how many of you have heard from your pulpit that we're not to judge? Let me hear you. Come on. Come on. Give me some amens out there. Amen. Amen. You heard it from your friends. Don't judge now. Who are we to judge? We're not to judge. We're not supposed to judge righteously. And by the way, you're supposed to bear witness to the truth. I'm a witness to the truth. Wow, 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 wow. So again, Spencer, real quickly, for all the guys, people who are watching it, uh, who've just joined us from the Patriot Party News, show them, Spencer, if they want to be part of the huddle, what they have to do, okay? Friends, that are watching right now say, man, I got, I'd love to say something. Well, when you join the queue, you have to go there, click on the join the queue, and it brings you in right where Clay is and where Betty is. and all. That could be you. And then if you have a question, you raise your hand, and we let you ask your question. All right, cool. Wanted to make that. Clay, you got your hand up. Come yeah, on. that young man, he's a he's a uh, shining light to the world, and that's yes. how we're supposed to be doing, man. He's setting a good example for people way older than he is. Okay, Clay, are our pastors training and equipping us for the work of the ministry like that? Is your pastor No, that'd be the on? question. Ask him where he got that training from. It's either reading the Bible or Matt Truella or somebody like that. That's right. And I, I don't know. I, I think uh, it'd be a good idea to maybe put some pressure on the mayor's office. It'd be good to send the video of him getting arrested and the video of him uh, at the city council meeting to the mayor and then say, when are you going to get these Gestapo Nazi police under control? That's right. Local police, right? Local police, not the FBI, the local police, right? We, we can't even take control of the local police. And can you, did anybody notice this? Did anybody notice that the police protected the drag queeners. Anybody notice that? And as, as, as he uh, so clearly laid out, when you pick and choose which speech you're going to permit, <laughs> oh man, we're in danger. Let this. us be a shining light today and every day like that young man is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 19 years old, right? 19 years old. See, this is one of my passions. It's one of my passions. I got to be honest with you. I'd love to get in front of young men. I'd love to be every day in front of men, even as old as Clay. How old are you, Clay? That wasn't that tough a question, Clay. 
You have to think. How old are you? You can't unmute. I'm 51. 51. Clay needs to be in front of, Clay needs to learn this as well. Betty needs to learn this. Mike Blake needs to learn this. Julie needs to learn this. Janine needs to. Jack needs to. Everybody, they need to learn what we're, what we're doing here. Folks, listen, I'm, look, I love you to death. No, I don't. I don't know all of you. Your pastor isn't going to tell you this stuff. He ain't going to tell you. Why? He's not going to do anything controversial. He's going to tell you not to judge, and Jesus loves everybody. And both of those things are not true. Bible says, Jesus said, you are of your father. Jesus Christ said, you, can you pull that up for me, Spencer? Can you pull it up for me? Because some of these people still, they listen to Pastor Billy Bob rather than me. They don't believe, they don't believe he said it. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. Huh? Yeah. Let's see. You, could probably, you can always do this at Google too. There it is. Where is that? No. There it is. John 8. John 8, 44. You are of your father. Hey, go back to John 8, 43 and 44. Read, read the full chapter because we got to get in context. Jesus, uh, uh, go back to 40. I just coached near them. But, but now you seek to kill a man, a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. And they said unto him, we're not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, are you picking this up? If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why don't you understand what I'm telling you? Even because you cannot hear my word. Why? 44. You are of your father, the devil. Folks, how can you go around and tell everybody that there were all God's children when we're clearly not? He was a murderer from the beginning, and he abode not in the truth, and because there is no truth in him. And by the way, Jesus is the truth. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and a father. And because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Why? Because you're of your father the devil. Now, you can be adopted into his family. Those of you out there who are whose father is the devil. You can reject that fatherhood and be adopted by Jesus. You can come into a new kingdom, a new born-again experience, and you can walk away from that old sinful devil-led life, and you can walk in newness of life with Jesus, Almighty God, as your father. But if you think everybody born is a child of God, you're dumber than a rock. Sorry. No, no. Boom. Pastor Billy Bob told you that. He did and God loves everybody. So he loved Esau. I've loved Jacob. I've Jacob. I've loved Esau. I hated uh, Psalm eleven. God hates all workers of iniquity. You are of your father, folks. They've been lying to you in your church. Now they're not purposeful lies. Ronald Reagan said, "Trust but verify." That's what we do here, Randy. Coach, there's two Greek words for word judge. Okay, uh, verbs uh, in in. Judge not lest you be judged, Matthew 7, 7, I think. That's the verse they use, okay, out of context. The word judge there is cre- in Greek is krino. It means to condemn, okay? Je- Jesus said in, Matthew, in John three seventeen, I did not come into the world to condemn the world. Condemnation is not of God, coach. We don't condemn people. That's right. Okay? We judge people, okay? Paul teaches in 1 Corinthians 2 that there's another Greek word called the anacrino, anacrino, and it means to scrutinize, to determine, to investigate, to figure it out. That, that's the word. That's the context, coach. So, yeah, we need to hold, we need to define the word, and when that's an easy argument to win if we, easy. If we know how. Easy, easy win. Easy win. I hate Michigan. They're their father of the devil. That's what I think. Thanks, Randy. So we judge everything. Yes, we do. In context, we judge everything. We scrutinize it. We investigate it. We look for the truth. But but we don't condemn people. That's a big difference. That's not our job. That's, That's right. Job. There is now, therefore, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, right? We convict. We don't condemn. 
We convict. Oh. The Holy Spirit convicts. He doesn't condemn. Amen. Good word, Randy. Janine. To go along with what Randy said, too, is that um, another word you're told not to use uh, because they say it's improper is dis- discriminate. You mm. are supposed to discriminate. <laughs> you have to. If you pull, pull up the 1828 Dictionary, Spencer, for discriminate, and that's exactly what you've been talking about, Coach. Discriminate. D-I-S. Discriminate. Discriminate. Yeah, very good. Because we've made discrimination. There it is. There it is. We've made discrimination racism, right? To distinguish, to observe the difference between, to separate, to select from others, to make a distinction between. Of course we discriminate. To mark with notes, to make a difference or distinction in the application of the law, in the punishment of crimes. We discriminate, right? We observe, note a difference. Say this is right, that's wrong. That's discrimination. God, we're so stupid. So stupid. Jack, come on in. Yeah, you're you're right on spot on. I know I am. We we conflate we conflate all these words. Uh in main law, the requirement for a judge is to be learned in the law, not a super lawyer. We have to be learned in the law. Where do we get the law? We get the law from the scripture, is where we're supposed to get the law so that we can judge righteously. Mm-hmm. And if we understood even our civil system, we would know that a judge doesn't have to be a licensed super lawyer. He just has to be learned in the law. See? We, and we don't even think about that. Jack, look, <clears throat> folks, once you get I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. Once you get saved, do I have to say that, Lord? All right, thank you. <clears throat> once you get saved, it becomes all about you. In the modern American church, once you get saved, it's all about the benefits that you get from God. It's humanism. It's humanism. If you are saved, look, I want blessings. I want good things. I want the blessings of God. But my Christianity taught me that I died to myself. I died to myself. I don't need all that stuff. I'm glad to have it, but I don't go and pray for it because why? I'm dead. I'm dead dead to myself. How, how does that work, coach? All my heroes have been to jail and all of them were executed. Yes, sir. All the, all throughout the, right? And so we've, we, so Christianity, your churches are filled with people who, when they got saved, found out that Jesus loves them just as much as they love themselves. So this is great. Jesus loves me too. Maybe he and I can partner on prosperity. Maybe I can get more stuff because Jesus loves me. Dude, he said, die to yourself. Die to yourself. I'm crucified with Christ. Yet I live. Not I. Christ lives within me. In the life that I now live, I lay by the grace of the Son of God who died and gave himself for me. I'm living Christ's life, not mine. Oh, my God, we need some training. JR. Thanks, Coach. I have a do list for your Ohio voters. What would happen if all those folks that are voting yes at the polls wore something red, red hat, red shirt to the polls today? Well, we'd be able to see how much we were winning by, wouldn't we? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they've been cheating, JR, you know, for a month. They've been cheating over on the on the east, uh, north side of town there in Westerville, right? Uh, yeah, and I don't disagree with that. Hmm. But if everybody who's voting yes, we're to wear red, and you saw a sea of red, and then you find out that they didn't win, that's a visual proof mm-hmm. that there's something wrong. Good good point. Good point. We should have got that out earlier. Let's remember no, that. No, I know. Good, po- good point. Kevin. Well, you know, just to go along with what, uh, you know, with what our brother's saying here, um, you know, when in this context of judgment, really all it is is assessment. You're assessing things, Okay. And, and you should be able to assess things rightly and correctly, including other people's judgment. I mean, you know, think about this. Let's say you've got a job opening or a position open and you got people going, hey, I think so-and-so would really be good, you know, in that in that position. And you're going, yeah, you know, he's, he, so-and-so is a really nice guy and I really like him. But, you know, I just don't trust his judgment. So wouldn't that tell you that judgment is a good thing? 
that if you have good judgment, you know, or, you know, or, or yeah, I think I'd like to put him in there. I trust his judgment on things. You know, that, yeah. that justifies the judgment is a good thing, not a bad thing. We all know judgment is a good thing. We just don't think it's a good thing when we're talking about people that Jesus loves. Coach, don't judge them. Jesus loves them. But no, dude. Thou shalt not assess. Thou shalt not assess. Goodness. Hey, folks, are you looking at me? You understand the problems of the church? It's the church. It's not the devil. The devil and his kids are doing exactly what they've been hired to do. And we get in our churches and we disarm ourselves. We, we have our church leaders say, uh, lay your weapons down. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And what? The church says, oh, no, lay them down. Lay them down. Don't judge. Don't do that. Don't point out. No, no, no. Love. All you need is love. La, 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 la. All you need is love. La, 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 la. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need, right? That's that's the modern sermon. That's our modern everyday sermon. Lauren and Jeff, go ahead, Lauren. I know Come I don't sing with... very well. I know I don't, I... but it's music in my heart. That's okay. If I sang, your ears would bleed. So, <laughs> oh, literally. Um, okay, so let's pray about this election in Ohio and for Dr. Tenpenny right now. So, Lord God, we stand firm together in your word because we overcome by the word of our testimony. And Jesus, you are the word and the blood of the lamb. And Jesus, you are the blood of the lamb because it's always coming back to you, Jesus. So, Father God, we raise up our shields of faith to cover in the state of Ohio and this nation and this world to quench the fiery darts of the enemy, Lord God, in your name, Jesus Christ, because we're covered in your blood. We cover Dr. Tenpenny in the state of Ohio, that what your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, Lord God, for delivering us from evil, and we ask you to forgive us of our trespasses because we've sinned against you and only you have we sinned against. We acknowledge that sin before a holy and righteous God because you are almighty and you are here today with us. You're going to be with us tomorrow. And into this is hope and Jesus, your name is hope. Abba, your name is hope. And that's what we're calling upon is your name and your character to be rained down here in Dr. Tenpenny so that the enemy can be shaken to the core, that they quiver like this, like the, the, the cowards that they are and that, that you raise up the standard against them, which is yes and amen in Jesus Christ, because your victory, we claim the victory for the state of Ohio, that the enemy is not going to win there. They're not. And Dr. Tenpenny is going to shout a victory cry in heaven that's going to, that it's going to be so loud in the state of Ohio that Satan and his demons will become deaf because of it. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to do this. We thank you so much. In Jesus' beautiful name, we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, real quickly for me, Spencer. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Spencer, put up on the screen that email. Now, look, I'm going to appeal to all of you on the uh, Patriot. Uh, party network platform, please send an email to the email that's about to appear on the screen. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, you guys know who she is. She is under, she's going to have a hearing tomorrow. They're going to try to take her license again. Get a pencil, whatever you have to do, and write down that email, contact at med.ohio.gov. Please, everybody... Everybody watching right now, contact at med.ohio.gov. Don't write them a book. Just say, we stand with Dr. Tenpenny. Dr. Tenpenny saved lives. Whatever it was, just short and sweet. Could you guys do that? Could you, could, come on, could you guys all do that? Could you just write, I'm going to let it sit there for a minute. Contact at med.ohio.gov. And do what they do on the left. Send another one and sign your wife's name. Hmm? 
sign another one, send another one, and send your friend's name, that you people that you know that would be sending it if they knew to do it. Say, Coach, that's cheating. Is it really? Well, then call your neighbor and say, hey, listen, I want you to know I sent an email in your name. Just want you to know that. I know you support Dr. Tenpenny, and I, I, I'm doing it in your name. Just want you to know that. Because the people on the other side, they're just counting numbers. That's all they're counting. You're going to say, my goodness, we got 10,000 emails in support of her? Yeah. You blew up their server? Yeah, yeah, we did. We blew up the server. Come on! Jeff, come on in. Coach always uses this example of judging. 14 years outside that strip club every weekend. Drunks coming out the back door. Dancers. And somebody would come out drunk and start ripping Pastor Bill. Yeah, preacher man, you've never drank. And he'd say, no, you're right. He said, I never have had a drinking problem. Never Alcohol's never touched my lips. He said, but I got somebody you need to talk to. And then he'd yell out, JC, come up here. And I knew when he's standing at the back corner of that building and he hollered, I knew what my role was at that point. And I'd go up and he'd just walk away. And I'd share with that guy that I was on a bar stool eight hours a day, 20 beers a day, 10 joints. I said, buddy, I was just like you. Until Jesus came in my life. And I'd get to share with them. And then they would listen. They'd stop the cussing. I even prayed with the bouncer one night. And, and he was just hated us. Oh, Einstein, we called him. And you know, after I chatted with him, he started telling me his wife's got a bone disease and this and that. And he teared up. He looked at me and all the other tenor guys were standing out by the highway. He looked at me and said, now listen, JC said, don't you dare tell them anything I said. Mm. I said yes, between me and you. He eventually, I got him out of there. I got him a job at Domino's Pizza with Russ Mincer. He got out of that strip club. He started stopping at my car lot. You know what I mean? It just turned it all so around. So the main reason, Jeff, so I'm running out of time. The yeah. main reason... Men don't come to Christ is because men who have come to Christ. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Most people reject Christianity because of the Christians that they see. Somebody say amen. That'd be a great boom, Vinny. That'd be a great boom. Boom. Because they see phony, phony Christians, and they say, that's the last thing I want to be. They see hypocrites. They see hypocrites, man. They see hypocrites. The one-on-one evangelism, as Jeff just spoke about, matters. Tracy, man, I'm about out of time. Hey, hang on. Hey, listen, Tracy, all those Patriot Party Network folks, send those emails. Send those emails. You can make a difference right here. Rescue Sherry Tenpenny. Go ahead, Tracy. That interview you did yesterday really hit a chord and I was on my knees crying and praying for men like that to come into Jeremiah's life. We have nothing like that here. And he is in one of those youth groups that they're putting feet in spaghetti and learning about Bigfoot and stuff like that. What is that teaching him in life? I wish we had a clay and a Chad and a coach and, and all these great men, Christian men around here that I could, Amen, he Tracy. needs to learn that stuff, coach. I know that. Maybe I, maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to open a, maybe I need to open a, yeah, I'm praying about that one for sure. We got to reach the next generation. We're, we're oh, gonna, these I'm other men, they get to step up here and they got to set the right example. That's what has to happen. That's right. Right where you are, all of us, right where we are. To man up, look around, and realize how much we've dropped the ball, and and understand this. Sadly, that our children are nothing more than a reflection of what we let them be taught, and that we're warned in the book of Jude that evil men have crept in unawares and changed the truth of God into a lie, and that's what we're seeing. What people are believing a different gospel. Jesus warned us a different gospel. Paul quickly. Do so much as his mima. You know, he needs he needs sorry, men. God. He needs he needs men with stones. Go ahead, Paul. Uh just quickly, remember the boards of medicine, their stated goal is to protect the public from yeah, the right. right? Yeah. So when you write to them, you're saying you're gonna abandon all these patients because of politics or whatever you want to say. But that's the bottom line, coach. That's yeah. And, you know, quite frankly, um, again, she has a lot invested 
and a lot of patience. So they all should be doing that. They should all be there saying, she saved my life. She said, hey, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny saved my life. Mine, she saved my life. Because she told me what not to do. She saved my life. Huh? This first shot across the bow, right here. Tom Renz, the great attorney, is going to be there. Going to be defending her. Oh, oh man, what a time to be alive. Hey, all you Patriot Party folks out there, I'm really a really nice guy. I yell a lot. I'm a coach. We had a coach's heart. We are so much more than we've become. Send that email for us today, will you? God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.